Welcome to the On Deck Podcast for all your baseball DFS needs with your superstar hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Casey Bubba and Bogman. On Deck Podcast is sponsored by LineStar App, the number one top-rated data and analytics tool for daily fantasy sports. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the On Deck MLB DFS podcast brought to you by Line Star Sports. Check them out on the good old Twitter at Line Star DFS and at Line Star MLB. Get the app in the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. You will not regret it. It has all the stuff and things you'll need the lineup optimizers, the stack tools, the value tools, the chat, everything. So go check that out. Give a rating and review to the podcast on iTunes. We'd really appreciate that. And if you'd like to watch this wonderful show, go to the Lion Star YouTube channel, subscribe, like, share, all the goodies there. Lastly, you can find me on Twitter at BDentric, my co-host on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman, how you doing, man? Happy May the 4th, Bubba. Uh, I'm sure you watched The Bad Batch, right, uh, when it came out. Uh, as did I. So very excited for that. And, uh, you know, hey, look, the, the D-backs lost today. It was um, it was a real close game. They they were down. They came back. And then uh, Miami scored like 11 runs off of Ginkle in, in, in the seventh. It was ridiculous. They, they wound up losing, I think, nine to three was the real final. But uh, Cole Irvin pitched a pretty damn good game tonight. Yusmero Petit came in for the save. So I was pretty happy about that. Yeah, and Hugh Oscar Yunoa hit a yeah. bomb, and Freddie Freeman didn't. So yeah. I, I just, you know, I'm sure Freddie will hit one on Wednesday. So uh, it's just the way it works for me. Yeah, Freeman has two bombs on the air, so that's impressive. I'm really mad I didn't. I, I love my Red Sox stack. I had Xander and everything else. I, every other piece of content I discussed, but he was not my home run call because I'm a dum-dumb. So that was, <laughs> like, I was so angry when I thought back. Like, oh, I picked Franville, who I, I – Still loved. I, I don't feel bad about that at all. Franville came up in the six with the bases loaded and no outs. And I'm watching the game on my on the MLB app, and it was a 94 mile an hour fastball on the play. It said in play runs, and I'm literally going put four up, put four up, put four up. I was like getting ready to tweet, but it didn't happen. But uh, yeah, it was a fun night of baseball. Uh, a lot of offense, a lot of bad bullpens. Like yeah. the Indians came back on a bad bullpen. The Tigers came back to score seven runs. The Brewers came back to make it a, a game. It was just bad bullpens everywhere blogman yeah i mean it's an unfortunate bad bullpen day even you know even the d-backs gave it up with the bullpen too so yep. uh i mean th this is what we expect we just don't expect it to all happen on one day yeah. you know what i mean we expect bad bullpens we expect failed starters to fail in relief roles yep. but uh not all in one single day so it was a bit much you're right about that and that's kind of why we discuss when we discuss things it's like okay well you're you're trying to attack the starter, but he's not going to go deep. So you get like four to five innings of this bullpen. Enjoy. And all it takes is one trip through the lineup and boom goes the dynamite. So <laughs> it's it's fun how that works. And speaking of boom goes the dynamite, we have 10 games tonight and only 10 because it would have been 11. But uh, St. Louis was rained out on Tuesday and they are messing around with things on Monday. So we're not as locked in there. And the one thing I'll say, we'll, I'll probably repeat it again when we get to the Rays Angels game. But everywhere's pointing to Otani. Still up in the air because he was supposed to pitch Monday, supposed to pitch Tuesday. Everything is saying he's good to go on Wednesday. But unlike the last, at least on Tuesday, he's a hitter right now in DraftKings. He's not a pitcher, even though they're promoting him as the pitcher. And you can only play him in one. You can't play him in both. <laughs> and they didn't have him anywhere on Tuesday. So just pay attention. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a mess. But uh, and, let's and, I, and I actually took down these prices when St. Louis was still in there, in there. Uh, 
in their stuff. So my prices might be off a little bit here. So we'll have to see on that. It's all good. The gist of it will be there. The juice, the flow, all that good stuff. But let's get at it. Ten games on this slate. We'll kick it off. Milwaukee at Philadelphia. Freddie Peralta, Chase Anderson, over under eight and a half. This is a good one. You got Peralta at 9K on FanDuel, 95 on DK. Chase Anderson, 78 on DK, 64 on FanDuel. Peralta's an intriguing GPP play on both sides because there's two elite options on this slate. And Peralta could go overlooked in Philadelphia. Do you have any interest in a guy like Freddie Peralta? Yeah, I do. I mean, you know, 31 to 7 K to walk ratio over his last four starts, two quality starts in there as well. I like him. You know, I'm not interested in Chase Anderson, though, only uh, five innings pitch in two of his five starts. So, no thanks. Uh, that's going to be a no for me, dog. So, I am interested in Freddie a little bit, too. I think GPPs, like you said. Yeah, definitely. If you're making a handful of lineups, I think he's a very good pivot off of the big dogs. And there's a lot of value on this slate. So if you could even make him an SB2 if you really wanted to and get yeah. one of the two big ones, like there's a ton of value. And we'll start with it. The Brewers are a stack I love. I kind of liked them a little on Monday, uh, but I didn't play them because of the potential rain. Didn't go against Nola. They didn't really attack Nola. They got the bullpen. I love them against Chase Anderson on that bullpen. And they are very, very affordable on both sides. Yeah, I mean, there's some good deals here. Jackie Bradley, very cheap on both sites. Uh, eight for three, or three for eight, excuse me, in his career against Anderson, and two of them bombs. So uh, we like that. Avi Sale is 3,028. Colton Wong is 43 and 29. Like I said, my price may be a little off, uh, but they're in that range for sure. Uh, on the Philly side, I like Alec Bohm at 34 and 26. DD at 39 and 29. And Andrew McCutcheon coming off a two-bomb game. Let's get him to start heating up here. 37 and 29. Yeah. Yelich back on the IL for those that uh, are Ugh. sleeping under a rock. Like, and the scary thing is he was out for so long. It took one game to go back to the IL. That's not going to be good folks. So um, that's yeah. going to be a while, but yeah, you mentioned Wong, like Shaw's cheap on both sides. Uh, Vogelbach, if he plays, he's 25 and 27. That's, good call too. that's like a awesome GPP play. Like this is, that's the kind of play that you can put at first base. If you want to get two of the big pitchers on DraftKings per se, that makes life so much more fun than the GPP. Because I like uh, Yeah. So you go there. And then lastly, you mentioned a lot of the Phillies. I'm going to keep mentioning him because he's underpriced and he went deep again on Tuesday. Brad Miller. Yeah. 13. Yeah. I mean, especially with Harper uh, yep. riding the pine right now because of the wrist thing. So, and there's a good yeah. chance he's out again. They said it's one of those things with Harper. He might be able to like pinch hit tomorrow. Maybe Max makes the lineup. Who knows? But they think he's still another game or two away there. So keep all that in mind. Lots of value in a game that should see some offense. Uh, Braves at the Nationals. Max Fried returning from the IL against Eric Fede, who I just, I'm waiting for that other shoe to drop. Waiting for it. <laughs> Overrunners eight and a half on this one. Freed 78 on FanDuel. He is a whopping 68, or no, 63 on DK. Fetty 68 on DK, 72 on FanDuel. I'm kind of avoiding both pitchers here, especially Freed's first start off the IL. I'm much more interested in bats in this game. Yeah, like you said, free coming off the IL, and he hasn't gone more than five innings in uh, his previous three starts before coming off the IL, so no thanks. Betty quality start last time out and hasn't given up more than three earned runs since his first start, so he's been okay, but with Atlanta hitting, I don't think I want any pitchers here, so I'm going to I'm gonna hard pass on the pitching. Yeah, hard pass here. Uh, eventually, Freeman's going to get going. Acuna went deep on Tuesday. Riley's in the middle of that order now. So there's pieces. They're always expensive with Atlanta. I guess the one value, at least on DK, William Contreras, he's going to be starting pretty much every day. He's up to 3K now, but uh, he put up a nine points on Tuesday. So I'll take that for a value catcher. Uh, who are you targeting in this game? Yeah, there's there's some good PVB data here if you're into that. Starlin Castro, four for eight in his career off of Freed with a bomb. Uh, 16 for 13 for Trey Turner off of Freed with a double and a homer. 
five for 10 for Robles, who is ice cold right now with a double, uh, but maybe he can get in there. He's also swiped a bag off of uh, Freed before. Marcelo Zuna against Fetty is four for six with a double, uh, three for six for Albies with two doubles, three for nine for Acuna with a homer and a double, and three for seven for Austin Riley with a double. So there's some good PVB data here. And then the other guys that have been hot, I mean, Josh Harrison just keeps hitting. 35-31, Ryan Zimmerman, if he's in there, 39-28. And Yadiel Hernandez, once again, 29-22, and 22, kind of a free square should he be in the lineup like him as well. Yeah, I'm hoping Yadiel is. I think he sat the only other time they faced a lefty, so that's my only concern, but I'm with you 100%. If he's in, I just keep playing him at his free square price. Um, I like the Harrison. He's a nice value play hitting second. Zimmerman has him playing against lefty, so you can get an interesting Nat stack if you want to. I definitely think that's in play. And I will say, even if it's a one-off situation, I prefer Bogarts. We'll talk about him later. I still am just going to keep going to that wealth, <laughs> and I'll discuss it later. But Turner's down to 47 on DK. He's 38 in Fando. It's still a little pricey, but 47 on DK for Turner going up against Freed and then potentially some bad bullpen, that's very appealing to me. So Because yeah. like, usually he's in that 5K range. So you kind of take that discount and run with it is the piece of uh, advice I'd give on that one. All right, Houston Astros, New York Yankees. Lots of booing on national TV on Tuesday night. <laughs> that was lots of fun. Booing, people. right. Yep, yeah, yep. that's what we're talking about. Yep, booing. Uh, Luis Garcia versus Jordan Montgomery, though, on Wednesday. Over-under is nine in this one. Both these young arms have been decent this year, but I'm not really sure I'm in love with them. Garcia, 68 on FanDuel. He is uh, 8K on DK. Montgomery's 86 on DK, 63 on FanDuel. So DK likes these guys much more than FanDuel, which is very kind of telling to me with the over-under at nine. I'm avoiding the pitchers here, Boggs. Yeah, I mean, uh, Luis Garcia has five innings pitched with six Ks and his two of his last three starts, which is a nice, uh, you know, it's a nice line to have, but I'm not throwing him out there against the Yankees. And Montgomery just, he's got one quality start in five so far and only had one strikeout in his last start. So I'm just going to pass on these two against each other. So no, thank you. Yeah, the price points, especially on DK, make it tough, and they're not going to quality starts on FanDuel, so it's just tough to use them both. I do like the bats, though. I kind of said it on Tuesday's show. Got a couple home runs from the, the Astros. They didn't really torch Herman, but uh, Granky, bye-bye. It just keeps yeah. happening. Um, I, I think you can go back to the well on this one. I really do. Yeah, I mean, there's some bats to have. You know, Carlos Correa, PVB data four for seven off Montgomery with a bomb. Uh, but the other guys that are hot, it's you can stack either side. They are expensive, though, on both sides. Mm -hmm. uh, Jordan Alvarez, 43-35. Bregman, 48-38. Uh, Judge Stanton, LeMayhew. LeMayhew is the highest batter on DK yeah. for some reason. He's 5,400 on DK and only 3,000 on FanDuel. So he might be a nice FanDuel buy. Uh, 42 and 26 for Urshela. As you mentioned a couple times for FanDuel, you want to buy him there. And Glaber is 48 and 28. $2,000 difference. So Yankees hitters cheaper on FanDuel. So I'm definitely going to look to stack them there. Yeah, FanDuel always, even last year, when I the first year I really paid more attention to FanDuel because of this show, they just don't price the Yankees appropriately. And I don't get it. I guess do you they think want it's that? Or do you think that the Yankees get the, the New York tax in DK because there's so many Yankee fans that want to play them? There's that, but at least on DK, there's like four or five teams that are expensive. That's on, true. On FanDuel, it's like there's a couple expensive teams, and it's never the Yankees. <laughs> right, so right. It's confusing. Like even when they played the Orioles last week, they were cheap. Um, yeah. So yeah, maybe I'm they're Mets curious. fans that that run uh, or that run, FanDuel. That run FanDuel. Right, there right. There it makes sense. <laughs> I think well, I think we're on to something here, Bogman. Um, <laughs> all right, let's head to our next game of the evening: the Detroit Tigers at the Boston Red Sox. Casey Mize, Martin Perez. Over under nine in this one. 
Perez is 67 on Fandle. He's 66 on DK. Casey Mai is 66 on Fandle. 56 on DK. Hear me out. I'm not playing no. Casey Mize. Martin Perez in a tournament if you want to because A is price. B, the Detroit Tigers strike out almost 39% of the time versus left-handed pitching, 39 which is isn't it 39 against right-handed pitching also or was that no, 29? Like, it was it was like closer to 29 30 because i know 30, the number was close that you mentioned yesterday i so. think it was 34 34 versus righties 39 <laughs> versus lefties this is so why we target, strike out i mean this is why on. we target them but it gets better their isos 0. 0.068 versus lefties and they have a 33 wrc plus they're just <sighs> disgustingly bad. I Martin know Mar- Perez has zero quality starts. I know he's horrible. Five starts. He hasn't I been wouldn't good. play him on Fandle. I wouldn't play him on Fandle. Okay. But it's an SP2 on DK, only in tournaments. Literally, he can go five innings and give up four runs, but strike out seven at his price point, and you're sitting pretty. So I'm not against it. Uh, li- yeah, like I just you want said, to bring it up because everyone else can have that same comment you have, that right. nasty take of Martin Perez in their mouth. I get it. I 100% get it. Right, right. So, so it's not, you know... Uh, I, I just one lineup maybe in a yeah, GPP, I just go, like, one contrarian lineup. Yeah, there, there's a, there's a cheaper DK play that I like a lot more. We'll talk about, but I, I want... <laughs> and also I feel like if you do that, you also got to throw in a, a tiger stack lineup oh, as well. Just just so you have both sides of it. Well, you know? you'll get the same thing tonight because it'll happen. They'll go to the bullpen because Martin doesn't go deep, as you said. Right. Boston yeah. has one of the worst bullpens. Well, they've been okay this year, but we saw what happened tonight, and I wouldn't be shocked again because Detroit's just pesky. And they're cheap. Right. So I get it. But I just wanted to mention that and have a discussion on it. What bats do you like? Because I am back on Boston. Because Casey Myers, as good as he can be, doesn't go deep. And we get more bullpen. Yeah, I mean, there's some good PVB data for the Tigers against Perez here, too. Four for eight for Miggy with two doubles. Uh, four for six for Victor Reyes. So he should be in the lineup hitting 667 against Martin Perez. Jonathan Scope, four for 12 with a double and a homer against him. And uh, Wilson Ramos. Three for eight with a double as well. Uh, I mean, Candelario has been hitting nice, and he's nice and cheap. 39-27. Nico Goodrum, 41-27. and 27. Uh, But the, you can pay up for the big bats here. For Bogarts, as you've mentioned, 52-35. and 35. Jay Martinez, 53-42. and 42. And then Renfro uh, has been powering through uh, a couple here. 32-24, and 24, a nice cheap option. Yeah, I won't go through all of Xander's stats, but like, if you guys get bored, just go to Fangraphs. And you don't do like a specific, just do the whole season. It is insane right. what he's doing right now. It is just ridiculous. And I don't think he's talked about enough. I really don't. Like when you look, when you look at the landscape of baseball, he is ridiculous right now. So keep playing him. And on the Tiger side, Grossman and Goodrum are cheap and they're getting on base, stealing bags. They're producing more in fantasy than just home runs. So those are the kind of sneakier values I like to, to target if you're trying to, to look for some cheapies. Uh, let's head to Wrigley. Dodgers, Cubs don't have a total because Wrigley. But this is our Monday matchup here. We got Walker Bueller versus Adbert Alzale. Um, Walker Bueller is 10,000 on Fandle. He is 97 on DK. Alzale is 64 on Fandle. He is 79 on DK. I'm still not going to use Bueller yet, but Alzale in deeper tournaments, I could see some appeal. How do you sit on these two? I'm okay with Bueller. I mean, four out of five quality starts, uh, 19 to 1, K to walk. Uh, in his last two starts as well. So I'm okay paying up for Bueller. I don't think his price is uh, extreme. Alzale is a decent one too. I just don't want to play him against the Dodgers. I mean, he has uh, four and runs over his last two starts in, in 10 and two thirds, 13 to two K to walk. So it's been nice, but I'm not going to play him against the Dodgers. The one thing I'll say is just see what Dodgers lineup comes out. 
because that's true. Even yeah. in their even in their double hitter today, they had, like I think in game one it was just disgusting. Like Hendricks dealt, and it wasn't that I'm not trying to say Hendricks got lucky, but he didn't face their A lineup either. It was pretty pretty interesting. But uh, any bats you like? Since you kind of like both pitchers, I'm kind of just a fade on this game. But uh, what do yeah, you got, I'm. I mean, Chris Bryant is just so super hot. Yeah. So if you want to pay up for him, he's three for six against uh, Bueller in his career with the double as well. Uh, I mean, I would stick to guys we know are going to be in the lineup like Baez uh, and and probably, you know, Mookie and Turner. Other than that, you know, Duffy has been nice and hot, but he's he's kind of expensive, especially on DK. Yeah. He's still cheap on FanDuel, though. Like Duffy, Marisnik, and Pollock are cheap on FanDuel. So is Matt Beatty. You know, so if those guys are in the lineup, maybe I'd look to get him in there, but uh, they are priced correctly on for their hotness on DK and not on FanDuel. Yep, with you there. I forgot to mention, um, we only have two kind of rainy spots to look at. We have weather or wind blowing in in Washington and Philadelphia, but we'll see how that changes. Detroit, Boston, it's wet during the day, dries up in the later in the day, should be okay there. But uh, Texas, Minnesota, very light sprinkles probably throughout the day. If we do percentage-wise, picks up like late, late in the game or after the game. So I think we'll be fine there too. But those are the only two main ones to keep an eye on for now. All it's right. been a weird – it's May, and we're still dealing with weather though, so that's annoying. But uh, we don't have a total in this Texas-Minnesota game because we have two lefties taking the mound. And boy, oh, boy, are we stacking things up. Uh, Young Jung Yang is 6K on FanDuel. He is 5K on DK. Then you have Lewis Thorpe. 56 on FanDuel. He's 4K on DK. Now, I know I like Daniel Lynch the other day at 4K. I ain't playing Lewis Thorpe. <laughs> no, no. I am. No. I like, uh, this is a stack game right here, Bogman. Yeah, yeah. You stack either side. Is this Yang's first start? I know he's pitched before. Yeah, but I'm I think pretty this sure might he's only been bullpen. I'm looking oh, right. four yeah. and a third in both outings. I don't think they were starts, though, because yeah, I don't I really ever discuss it on any slate we've done. <laughs> you know, because, of course, Texas, you know, yep. uh, uh, Texas is going to need some bullpen this year. But, yeah, I mean, stack your twins, right? Buxton, yep. uh, Cruz, Garver, Polanco, stack those guys. And you Donaldson. can stack the other side uh, as well. Uh, Isaac. Kiner Falefa, Solak, Gallo went. Uh, did he go yard tonight? Uh, two um, nights ago. Two nights ago, uh, Lowe and Calhoun have yep. both been hot as well. Calhoun's going to back to back games now. Yeah, 2,700 on both as well. So very, very cheap. So uh, yeah, I think I'm stacking either side of this game. Yeah, Adelise Garcia went deep again on Tuesday. Like he just keeps kind of getting uh, overlooked in all the stacks because there's so many other options. But uh, the, old, the old adage that we've used year in and year out on DFS shows Nelson Cruz, First lefty at home, <laughs> just pretty much like it's one of those like it's the Money sex in the panther. Bank. It's the sex panther. Like seventy percent of the time it works out, or whatever it is. It's it's just sixty percent of the time it works every time. time. Exactly, that's kind of <laughs> how it goes with him. Bucks and went deep again. So yeah, get your twin. I think the twins will be very popular. So that's why I think going a little the Ranger side of things is a good way to kind of differentiate. You got to pay for the twin side, so that might help a little bit. But definitely all aboard the train on that one. I think that's going to be a. A fun one to go to, indeed. All right, Pittsburgh at San Diego. San Diego's offense, man. I know Tatis had the day off on Tuesday, but they are cold right now. Yeah. We have JT Brubaker, you Darvish, over under six and a half. Darvish is 11-8 on Fandle. He's 10-2 on DK. Brubaker is 75 on Fandle, 69 on DK. Honestly, Blogman, I love Darvish. That's a given. I think he's yeah. it's like there's another pitcher we're going to talk about next. It's like a 1A, 1B situation for me with these two guys. No problem either way. I think Brubaker is very much in play as well. 
I, I think you're absolutely right on both sides. Darvish, five quality starts in a row, 49 to 11K to walk over his last six starts, over six starts on the year. Brubaker hasn't given up more than three runs in any start so far, and two of his last three were quality. And, and like you said, San Diego's offense is puttering right now. So I'm absolutely with you. So I don't want to, I don't want many bats in this game at all. You know, uh, three for six in his career for Victor Carantini against Brubaker with a double. That's really all the PVB data we have here. Uh, Stallings has been uh, decently hot. Moran has been okay, uh, just without the power recently. Uh, Profar and Grisham are also okay starts, but outside of that, I like both sides of the pitching. I don't want any hitting here. Yeah, I want no hitting at all. I love the pitching. Uh, I'll give more of an idea of how I want to utilize the Darvish side of things after we talk about the next game. It'll kind of put that all together. But I think Brubaker is a phenomenal play in tournaments. Um, go look at the the team splits against Ryan and pitching this year. The Padres are surprisingly dreadful. Like right. they've they have hit a spell that it really stood out in a big way. So uh, Brubaker, I like him quite a bit. And I forgot to mention in the last game. I think we need to mention it. We only need to pour one out for our boy. Kirilov might be out for a while. So yeah, it, it was cool. It was cool. A specialist yeah. with his wrist. It yeah. was cool while it lasted. Like it was really cool. But damn. Like that was a, <laughs> we got a good weekend out of the boy. That's, that's about <laughs> it. It was, it was good though. All right. Cleveland at Kansas City. This is why we're going to talk about Darvish in a minute. Um, we got Shane Bieber, Brady Singer over under seven in this game. Bieber's 12 2 on Fandle, 400 more than Darvish. He's 10 4 on DK, 200 more than Darvish. You got Singer at 74 on Fandle. He's 55 on DK. I like both pitchers, but first let's go to Bieber on this one. He's 10 4 on DK. He's 12-2 on Fandle. Everyone's going to go to him over Darvish, I'd imagine, at least more so than Darvish. He's going to be chalkier than Darvish. To me, like I said, this is like 1A, 1B. I'm going to try yeah. to do dash lineups with both. We've talked about a ton of value. Um, I think these are the guys I mentioned you could pair with Freddie Peralta if you want to be different. Um, I think it, it's, it's hard to really separate the two for me based on, like, I think Darvish has the better matchup, but Bieber's the better pitcher. Right. And I'm with you. I mean, six for six quality starts for Bieber, uh, 68 to 14 K to walk ratio. It's just absurd. And the last time they played the Royals, he struck out 12. So, you know, really, really good numbers for him. There's also more PVB data against him, though. I mean, yeah. um, you know, Andrew Benintendi, who is hitting right now, six for 11 in his career off of Bieber. Uh, Salvador Perez is uh, three for 11 with two homers. And uh, Whit Merrifield is... Only six for 23, but two doubles and a homer as well with two swipes off of him. So I think because of that and because of the matchup, I'm going to lean towards Darvish to save a couple bucks. Uh, but um, I, I think it, it's really, really close. So I, I don't, I'm not going to hate either way. I'm just going to take the savings on Darvish. For Singer, uh, only four earned runs over his last three starts with a 21 to 6K to walk ratio over those four. So, uh, He's been pretty solid as well. I'm just not going to put him up against Bieber. No, but I like him as an SP2 on DK a lot because the price point, if you go back and look at his game logs, I think DK's just kind of drunk and seeing the two winnings his last start. He had a line <laughs> he had a line drive hit him in the heel when he left the game. That's right, what right. happened. And he's already pitched a side session. He's fine. Because you go to his starts prior to that, seven innings, six innings, he's got the strikeouts. He's got six Ks and three straight starts prior to that. He's, he's been, been pretty very, good. Very good. Yeah. yeah like he's for his price point. He's very, very good against a Cleveland offense. That's really not that great. Like they have so much swing and miss outside of like the, the Ramirez, the Fran mills and stuff. Like you can do a lot with that. So I think singer on DK, that's why I mentioned when I mentioned uh, Martin Perez earlier, 
I got no problem dropping down the singer if you need to save some cash. Like I think that's yeah, a yeah, yeah. better play potentially. Um, and then I love what you mentioned about Bieber. I think the Royals having a Royal stack is going to be fun because Bieber should be the most popular pitcher. The Royals bats are very, very hot. And we talked about it last time Bieber pitched. The White Sox have his number and the Royals have his number. I guess as much of a number as you can have on Shane Bieber. Right. And that makes for a fun stack. But of course, everyone says Bieber. Uh, if any other pitcher got to pitch against you know these teams, they'd be great. Right. Yep. Okay. Yep. The AL Central. Yep. We know mm -hmm. how this goes. Yep. Story, story, story. Uh, but, Giolito's uh, yeah. not having such a great year right now, is he? So Nope. Nope. Just got done talking about him on another show. That was fun. <laughs> that was painful uh, for many reasons. But um, all right. Let's head a couple more games. Still waiting on a total in Tampa Bay at LA because like I kind of said at the beginning, everything's pointing out Tawny. We got Ryan Yarborough, 79 on DK. Don't know the pitcher there on DK. But then, like on Vandal, they don't have Ryan Yarborough there, but they have Andrew Heaney at 77. I'm pretty positive it's Ryan Yarborough. The, yeah, Angels, it's, it's the, Yarborough. the Angels thing's still way up in the air. But uh, Yarborough's been kind of sketchy lately, so I'm not pitching him, and I'm intrigued with the Angels. Yeah, Yarborough is boomer bust. Three starts yep. with, uh, with five to six earned runs. And three starts with zero or one. He, you know, he doesn't walk anyone, which is real nice. Only six walks on the year, 26 strikeouts. Uh, but yeah, I think, I think I'm going to pass on both sides of the pitching here. Heaney is two for five for quality starts, 14 earned runs in 24 innings pitched and his ERA is over five. So if it is Heaney, uh, no, thank you. Um, well, you know, cause we went all in on Heaney or I went all in on Heaney last time. Let me clarify that. So, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to fade him as usual and probably stack against him. So get, enjoy your seven shutout innings, everybody. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. You're welcome. Uh, it's like me with the home runs, the guy I'll hit it yep. tomorrow. You know, Freeman will hit one tomorrow. 100%. Uh, pool holes pretty good against Yarborough, uh, yep. six for nine in his career with two Very doubles and cheap. two homers. And he is 27 and 28. At least well, that was the price that I had. Yep. Um, Mike Trout uh, obviously hit a home run tonight. You can pay for him any single night you want. Three for seven with two doubles and a homer. So all of his three hits have gone for extra bases against Yarborough. Austin Meadows uh, against Heaney is um, three for five with a double and a homer. Willie Adamas, two for six with a home run against Heaney as well. And then the other bats that are hot, like you mentioned, uh, Walsh, Rendon. Rendon's a little banged up, though. So didn't play tonight, but they didn't put him on the I.L., so we'll see if he gets back out there uh, tomorrow. Brett Phillips has been hitting a little bit. If he's in the lineup, Brandon Lau is starting to pick it up, and Manny Margot at 31 on both sides is a great value. I love the Margot value. They've been hitting him second or third a lot lately, like at worst fifth. So he's and he's heating up, like you said. So that's a very strong one. And then um, you mentioned pool holes. I love the value there. I also like the value on Jay up. He's 31 on DK, 28 on FanDuel. So you can get a couple cheap pieces there. I keep mentioning the cheap pieces because we want those big pitchers. And if you can slide in a couple of these guys, mix it in with your trouts and everything else, you can have some fun. Meadows is heating up. He went deep on Tuesday as well. So another yeah. guy to keep keep in the mix if you're, you're planning ahead there. All right, last game of the night, Toronto Blue Jays, Oakland Athletics, Robbie Ray, Chris Bassett, over under eight and a half. You got Bassett at 86 on FanDuel. He's 89 on DK. Robbie Ray's 8K on FanDuel. He's 72 on DK. Tell me I'm crazy for thinking Robbie Ray is a decent tournament player. You're absolutely not. Two quality starts in a row and hasn't given up more than three earned runs in any of his four starts so far. He still walks a lot, and the Ks are down for him a little bit, but he's been good this year. So I think I'd rather go with Bassett. I'd rather pay a little bit more. Uh, three quality starts in a row for him. Uh, in a 25 to four K to walk ratio in his last three starts. So uh, I think I like Bassett a little bit more, especially with Cole Irvin coming in and just shutting down this hot 
Blue Jays hitter, this hot Blue Jays lineup. So, you know, some of that can carry over in a road trip and these guys can start, you know, second guessing themselves and stuff. So, uh, yeah, I think I like Bass a little more, but Ray is definitely in play tonight, 100%. Yeah, Bassett's strikeout rate keeps coming up, which is big because in the past he's more like a Kyle Hendricks type. It's kind of tough to play in fantasy. Yeah, and him no and Robbie Ray have switched. Yep, no one's going to own Bassett <laughs> tonight either. No one's going to own right. him at all. So that's an interesting play. And then with Ray, like you mentioned, he hasn't just walked anyway the last two games, and that, that's been the key his whole career. So if he's found a way to maybe just walk one or two guys a game, one or two guys a game, that's going to be tremendous. So I think these are both interesting pitchers. I see the appeal for bats. I think I might just not worry about bats unless you're attacking Robbie Ray tonight. Yeah, I mean, on that side, if you want to, you know, Loriano, Chapman, uh, Canna, Murphy, Olsen, it's like like the usual suspects yep. on both sides here. You can always play Vlad or Bobachet if you wanted to. Uh, Guriel starting to heat up a little bit, 34 and 24 as well. So uh, that's all I'd be interested in. But I, but I like the pitchers more than the bats. So I, if I'm going to this game, it's probably for a pitcher. Yeah, no doubt about it. We don't have to play bats in every game, just a few of them. Speaking of which, we've wrapped up the 10 games, Bogman. Speaking of bats, which stacks do you like tonight? I mean, we we mentioned a couple of them here. Uh, I think Milwaukee against Philly is a pretty decent one, like you said. Uh, Boston against Detroit is a pretty solid one. Uh, either side of Texas or Minnesota. I really like that one. So uh, those are the stacks that I like for tonight. Yeah, the Texas-Minnesota game, Milwaukee, Angels, um, Detroit's interesting with Boston, of course. And then, I don't know why, I'm just kind of, the more we talked about it, that Kansas City one's kind of appealing. If you're going deep, like don't make like one lineup and make it Kansas City unless you're good with donating money. Like that's right. fine. But <laughs> if you do, I can give you my Venmo, so we're cool. But um, with all that being said, home run calls of the day. No one, None of us, none of the three of us got one on Tuesday. But we're back on Wednesday, as always. Bogman, myself, Ryan Humphreys. Giving us your, your home run calls. Find, follow Linestar on Twitter at Linestar DFS and at Linestar MLB. They'll tweet out the home run calls of the day. Retweet them. And you might be one of the lucky three that gets drawn. And if they hit a home run, you have some free swag. So, Bogman, who is your home run call tonight? Uh, all right. Tonight, I'm going to go with, uh, you know what? You said it before. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to go Nelson Cruz. Give me Nelly Cruz to go yard. Did I just steal yours? Well, we're having the same one. Last year when Joe and I picked the same night, more often than not, it was actually pretty good. So Bogman and myself are both going with Nelson Cruz tonight. Ooh. Bo Nelly, the boomstick at home versus the lefty. Give me Nelson Cruz finding the seats. I'm with you there. Let's do it. Let's roll. Let's go, Nelly Cruz. Get a bomb. Come on. Get, get us back two, on the board. Get two people some swag because we both That's picked them. Right. Ryan Humphreys, if you're listening. Be a third. Let's have some fun. Yeah, <laughs> everybody likes three. Three's better than two. Um, right. But yeah, that'll wrap up our uh, Wednesday edition. Ten games. Thursday will be a little lighter, but not bad. It's been a, it's been a heavy evening schedule coming up here. But we'll be back with you guys tomorrow. Remember to follow Line Star on Twitter at Line Star MLB and Line Star DFS. All the good stuff. Go to the App Store. Subscribe and like and iTunes and YouTube and all the goodies. <laughs> but until next time, good luck tonight, and we'll see you guys tomorrow. Good luck. Thank you for listening to the Line Star app on deck podcast. Download Line Star app from the App Store or go to linestarapp.com for all your DFS baseball needs. If you love the on deck podcast, support KC Bubba and Bogman by rating and subscribing. Good luck.